I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. For a lot of us, e-commerce websites are a lifesaver. Be it food or clothes or utility items, you name it. In fact, by 2030, it is anticipated that the Indian e-commerce market will be worth 350 billion dollars. But one of the biggest problems with online shopping is fake reviews. I'm sure you must have come across several such fake reviews. I mean, it's happened with me. I can tell you. I ordered something after reading the reviews. Everything checked out. It looked great. But what I received wasn't up to the mark. But this is not only a problem that's limited to consumers only. Even businesses are struggling with fake negative reviews. So now, in an effort to regulate online reviews, the Department of Consumer Affairs has published guidelines designed to stop people from giving products they've bought on e-commerce marketplaces fake ratings and misleading reviews. Simply put, this means that big tech companies like Meta and Google with other indigenous platforms like Zomato and Flipkart will now be subject to more scrutiny of the product reviews posted on their respective websites however reportedly the guidelines will initially be optional but if fake reviews continue to mislead consumers the government will eventually make them mandatory so what are these norms well for starters the new standards put in place include an invitation based review collection process Then there are steps for verifying the review author through a moderation process that combines automated and manual moderation. And according to the guidelines, a review will be outright rejected if it doesn't adhere to the rules and will be declared as fraudulent. Although this is a positive development, industry experts think it will be difficult to put them into practice. They feel that the guidelines won't be very useful unless e-commerce players come up with stringent rules to prevent fake reviews. These guidelines will particularly affect big businesses like Amazon and Flipkart and duplicate sellers because according to the draft they must disclose any paid reviews of the goods and services they provide on their platforms in order to assist customers in making informed decisions. Additionally, it will also impact how apps are rated on Google Play Store and Apple App Store where developers occasionally pay to have their apps rated with 5 stars. The government hopes that once the new regulation takes effect the prevalence of fake reviews will significantly decline and customers will better be able to judge a company or product let's hope the online shopping experience gets better for the next few minutes you are going to know a little more than you read yesterday from the world of technology business policy and anything that leaves you with a food for thought hello I'm Farheen Khan and this is the deep dive for 28th November 2022. Only a year back, a lot of places in India and across the world still had COVID mandated restrictions. Although COVID cases still keep popping up here and there, it's a relief really that things are slowly going back to how they were before. But while restrictions have been lifted in most countries, China is still following an aggressive zero COVID policy. Recently, Another COVID wave added nearly 40,000 new infections in China on Sunday. This is the first time that the country has reported such a huge number of infections since the start of the COVID pandemic. So, cities are being put under lockdowns, people are being quarantined indoors to control the coronavirus infections. But Chinese citizens seem fed up with all of the rules. Ripples of rage spread across China. 
Amid the rising cases, people have taken to the streets to demand an end to the zero-COVID policy imposed by the communist government. Angry protesters have also demanded Xi Jinping to step down, which is, well, not only a rare occurrence in China, but also a pretty bold move. This is a huge setback for Xi Jinping, who won a groundbreaking third term as the leader of the ruling Communist Party. However, the government has heavily clamped down upon the protesters. As reported by BBC, huge number of police were deployed at the scene and they used pepper spray and batons to disperse the crowd. But the protesters seem to be undeterred. And the protest is not just about COVID restrictions, it's become more than that. As reported by BBC, some protesters were seen holding up blank sheets of paper to protest against censorship, while some were chanting songs in support of freedom and democracy. But what pushed people so hard? Well, people were already frustrated with the zero-COVID policy, which left people isolated with very minimal food and medicine. But what really riled them up even more was when a fire killed 10 people in a high-rise building in Urumqi, capital of the Xinjiang region. As reported by CNN, the fire turned fatal because firefighters allegedly got delayed in reaching the spot and on time due to COVID lockdown measures. These measures also prevented the residents from escaping on time as the building was partially locked out. Much dissent over the COVID lockdown policies was also witnessed when protesters erupted at the world's biggest iPhone factory of Foxconn. As reported by Reuters, Foxconn employees protested against the closed-loop management that restrained workers to the factory without any outside contact. The alleged unsanitary living conditions and delayed bonuses only added more fuel to the fire. Angry employees clashed with riot police and tore down barricades. Some even tried to flee from the factory to their hometown, as reported by BBC. However, Foxconn denied all these allegations. The closed-loop management tactic was used by the government during the 2020 COVID outbreak to curb the infection while allowing the factories to work to control the economic downfall. And it worked. But this time, it seems that the government tactics are not going as planned. Yet, it's not looking like the government is ready to back down. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. The episode was written and researched by Aritra and Manaswini, edited and produced by Shorbori, mastered and mixed by Ajay Rajput. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.